Good evening. All right, y'all can do better. Good evening. Merry Christmas. All right, that's better. Welcome, everyone, to 7th Street Christian Church this Christmas Eve. It is lovely to see you all here and to have you in this warm and inviting place. This season here at uh, 7th Street, we have been navigating the theme, Advent from the Underside. And we have been acknowledging the full range of emotions in our human experience. It can be tempting during Advent and the holidays to gloss over the hard stuff and rush toward joy and celebration. Sometimes it feels as though there is no room for sadness or hesitation or pain and fear. We have done our best to sit with these feelings without judgment. We have articulated our deepest fears and named our hopes. The pyramids that decorate our sanctuary are literally filled with our confessions and our prayers. Tonight, we navigate Jesus' birth through the hearing of lessons and singing of familiar carols. We will hear stories from different characters and connect this ancient sacred story to our 21st century experience. There is no getting away from the fact that the story of Jesus' birth is filled with hope and fear, joy and sadness, peace and chaos, love and hate. But tonight, I pray that we are overcome at the reminder of the good news. That God's love incarnate was born. That this radical, undeniable, and transforming love is capable of holding us all together, eclipsing the darkness. Tonight, we remind ourselves of this miracle. How a baby changed everything. This is a story of not only God's love permeating our world, but also of a family overcoming great odds, choosing to divert from cultural norms and traditions, believing in the impossible, and running for their lives in the life of the one that they are told is Emmanuel, God with us. For these reasons, we listen. For these reasons, we sing. For these reasons, we celebrate and affirm that the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. So will you stand and join me in our call to worship and then our opening hymn? Rejoice, for God is with us, Emmanuel. Now there is reason to hope, to love, to laugh, to live. God is truly with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God.
Let us pray. Gracious God, with joy and thanksgiving, we gather as your people. We have come to hear again the timeless story of Christ's birth. In the excitement of this night, quiet our hearts, that we may know the peace and fullness of this holy time. Shine, O light, in the darkness of our world. Sing, O angels, in the stillness of our hearts. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those God favors. This we pray in the name of the child of Bethlehem. Amen. You may be seated. Our first reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord. From the, through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from, from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son and named him Jesus. From the Gospel of Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth to Galilee, in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. When we think of Joseph, let us talk about the man who found himself thrust into responsibility had self-doubt but decided to do the right thing, but chose to think, about, to think outside of the realm of conventionality from a place of hope. Let us also think about those who find themselves in positions of power, but abuse and exploit, moving from a place of fear. Let us sing together now, All Earth is Waiting, found on page 139, verses 1, 2, and 4.
From the Gospel of Luke. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was, a, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, In the highest heaven and on earth peace among those who, whom he favors. When the angels had left them and got into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Now let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known known to us. When we think of the shepherds, let us talk about all those who are startled, terrified, languishing in the wilderness, and the planet that is groaning in pain due to our unsatiated appetite for consumption. Let us think about those who work long hours and third shifts, those who shepherd and steward our planet's resources, those who in the midst of chaos seek and bring peace. A reading from Matthew. 
Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way, when his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. When we think of Mary, let us talk about the young single mother-to-be, conflicted, confused, bewildered, yet brave. Let us also consider half of humanity who endure harassment, violence, abuse, rape, and yet give life. I have traveled many moonless nights, cold and weary, with a babe inside, and I wonder what I've done. Holy And chosen me now to carry your son. I am waiting in a silent prayer. I am frightened by the load I bear, and I wonder 
done. Must I walk this path alone? Be with me now. Be with me now. Breath of heaven, hold me together. Be forever with me, breath of heaven, breath of heaven, light in my darkness, pour over me your holiness, for you are holy, breath of heaven. Do you wonder as you watch my face if a wiser one should have had my place? But I offer all I am for the mercy of your plan help me be strong help me be help me breath of heaven hold me together be forever near me, breath of heaven. Breath of heaven, light in my darkness, pour over me your holiness, for you are holy. Breath of heaven, hold me together. Be forever near me, breath of heaven. Breath of heaven, light in my darkness. Pour over me your holiness. For you are holy. Breath of heaven. Breath of heaven. Breath of heaven.
In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it had been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise man, he was infuriated, and he sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, according to the time that he had learned from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken by the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, waiting, wailing and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be consoled, because they are no more. When we think of Herod, let us talk about a man who was insecure and threatened by the possibility of a challenge to his authority, pursued his deep desire to dehumanize and perpetuate hatred. Let us also remember individuals and organizations that risk everything to work to stop violence, spread God's radical hospitality, and who embody the light and love of God.
A reading from the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. When we think of the baby, let us talk about those who are vulnerable, homeless, reliant on the food bank, on the run, fleeing persecution, seeking protection from power that is bent on committing crimes against humanity. Let us see, feel, and enact the good news that God hasn't given up in their efforts to set aright human failings. Amen. Will you please pray with me? Merciful God, we confess that often we find darkness more comfortable than light. We confess that we find your good news frightening and unsettling, especially when we consider its demands as well as its promises. We confess that Christmas has become more to us than the birthday of Christ, partly because we do not want a Christ child in our lives or in our world. Forgive us, break us, bend us, remake us. Give us the courage to lay ourselves open to the wonder and healing of your coming. Be born again into our world, be born again into our hearts and lives. Hear now our silent and personal confessions. 
The true light that enlightens all has come into this world. The light shines on in the darkness, and the darkness has never been able to put it out. This is the good news. God has heard our confession. God has forgiven our sin. Thanks be to God. I can think of no other way to celebrate the incarnation of our Lord than to meet him at the table. We celebrate tonight God with us beyond our words and images, for God is beyond those things. But tonight we find joy in the image of God coming to us in the form of the Christ child. 
We sense God's presence in creation and in the immensity of our universe, in the incredible display of life on this planet, and in our consciousness of something far greater than ourselves. As Christians, we rejoice in the birth of Jesus. In him, we see the fullness of possibility to make God visible in our lives. We rejoice that he taught us to imagine a God who is as close as breath and as soft as a whisper. We rejoice that Jesus led people to discover the sacred in the ordinary, in the lowly, in everyday life, in human yearnings to be better people, and in being neighbor to one another. Friends, this table is Christ's table. It is not my table. It is not the Christian Church Disciples of Christ's table, or even the table of 7th Street Christian Church. It is the table of Jesus. And all who wish to know and love him are welcome here. Whether your faith is strong or wavering, whether you come to church often or have never been before tonight, you are welcome here. Tonight, a Savior is born for you. And that same Savior welcomes you to this sacred meal. Let us join our voices in our communion hymn. Joy to the world. The bulletin, but it is on page one forty three.
Jesus gave us simple fruits of the earth to keep us connected to the story. We remember that on the night before he died, he shared a meal with his friends. And Jesus took bread and gave thanks and broke it. He poured out wine and he gave thanks for all the blessings in his life, honoring the God so faithfully present in his life and ours. And he said, do this in remembrance of me. We break bread just as Jesus did, remembering that remembering the call to love generously and faithfully, whatever the cost. And we pour out wine, remembering our responsibility to be bearers of forgiveness, tolerance, and understanding. May these ordinary things be blessed, for they represent both the ordinary and the extraordinary, as Jesus calls us to follow him. Friends, tonight at 7th Street Christian Church, we partake of communion by intinction, and in a few moments you will be invited forward to take a piece of bread and dip it in the cup and partake of both elements together. If you are unable to come forward, someone will come to you. Let us pray. Loving God, on this night, this night of your inbreaking into our world, this night when love meets us yet again, on this Christmas Eve night, no one is a stranger. All are fed, all are named, all are loved, all are redeemed, all are yours. May this bread and this cup, this table, and all those gathered here remind us that your light is indeed coming yet again, that your love washes over us and our world anew, claiming us with fierce hope and fervent compassion in the form of a child. Thanks be to God. Amen.
Please join me in prayer. We are filled with joy, for we have heard good news of great joy. We are filled with love, for we have tasted the sign of God's great love. We are filled with hope, for the angels still sing in our world, and there is a light for us to follow. In gratitude we pray the prayer that Emmanuel, God with us, taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I feel like I've got the Hanukkah microphone because it's been blinking for an hour and it still works. It's a little bit of <laughs> Thanks be to God. The family of intimates and strangers who gathered around the baby Jesus were there to witness the wonder that comes from the deep, sacred knowledge of life's possibilities. Poet John O'Donohue once suggested that we should see ourselves as holy vessels of potential of life, as sacraments of possibility. This comes from a willingness, I'm sorry, this comes from witnessing the miracle of life before us and not averting our eyes from the uncomfortable. We must be willing to be vulnerable to ourselves and to each other to the darkest part of ourselves. We must be willing to trust that Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, is indeed with us, bringing the light of love, a love that drives out fear. So friends, I invite you to rise and receive this light. May we be thankful for songs, shared, shared voices, and the wonder of legend which keeps our heart burning, longing for a better world. May we dedicate ourselves to the divine spark within each of us, demonstrated in brave acts of love and compassion. May we rejoice in the gifts of life we hold dear, in the miracle of birth, the presence of <laughs> the presence of transforming grace, the countless blessings we give and receive in our daily lives. And may we ignite our inner signal for peace, that deep impulse of our being to affirm life and celebrate its many wondrous forms. As we share the light of Christ with our neighbor, let us join our voices in singing our closing hymn, Silent Night.
at your neighbors, welcome them with your smiling eyes. Notice that they are a child of God. Now receive this benediction from an excerpt from Howard Thurman's The Work of Christmas. The work of Christmas begins to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among the people, to make music in the heart. Go now to love and serve your Lord. Merry Christmas.